Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is about Friday friendship. Fridays, I'm going to have friends here, or I'm going to talk about friendships, or I'm going to talk about fun things, something fun for Friday. Today, I thought I would talk about this wonderful idea of kindness, creating a kinder world. And because kindness matters, if we can be fearless and kind, I think those two things will just take our world to the next level, which we need. And I'm just going to read to you this acts of kindness, which is, I had posted on our family bulletin board. And this came from the greater, this is called the greatkindnesschallenge.org. And I just wanted to read some of these food for thought for a Friday, um, ways that we can all be kinder acts of kindness. So here are a few of them. Number one, smile at 25 people. I love that they actually wrote down 25 people. But that's kind of cool if you actually counted the people that you smile at. And as I've said before, be the first to smile, but smile at 25 people. This is talking daily. Smile at 25 people. Check that off your list. Here's number two. Take a treat to your local firefighters. I've never done anything like that. I love that idea. This is just saying, hey, I see you and I'm so appreciative of the work you do. Three. Do a household chore without being asked. I think this applies to everybody, not just kids. <laughs> those are, those are, that's like pitching in for the family. And that's that being kind and being kind to people that it's sometimes easy to be the least kind to your family, if that makes sense, because you're so safe and so secure in your family that sometimes we're the, we're the kind of least patient with our family. But how about do a household chore without being asked? Four, donate something to an animal shelter. Well, I can tell you I've done this many times and my mom has worked at an animal shelter for over 22 years as a volunteer. And whenever I go down and visit her, we go to the shelter and we walk into this main room and there's always these great donated items that people just come and drop by, drop off. And the ones I know they need a lot, they need blankets, they need towels, And then they need other things like dog food, cat food, toys. But the blankets are things that you can always, always, always contribute to because at some point we get new blankets or new new, uh, towels and that's wonderful. So donate something to your animal shelter. Call them up ahead of time and find out how you can do that, where you would drop it off and what their hours are. The next one, take a board game to play at a senior center. These are things we did when we were in, I was in 
junior high, high school, elementary school. That was part of our church group. Or, But why don't we continue to do that? I think that's a great idea. Take a board game to play at a senior center. You know, here in the United States, seniors, uh, as we age, seniors are like actually not treated as well as they did even, you know, probably 50, definitely 100 years ago. You become more and more invisible as you age. And then you get in these senior centers and you're only seeing other seniors. There is a real dearth of youth and vitality present. And just that coming in and spending some time with seniors, there's wisdom that they can pass on because anytime you've lived longer on this planet, there's always something that you can share with those who are not at that age. And then we can share being younger and that energetic spirit. So go and do that. I love that act of kindness. How about read a book to a younger child? Now, some of you have younger children and that's you're already doing that. But if you don't have children or you don't have children at home anymore, reading a book to a younger child um, is just, it's a beautiful experience because I think you 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 get as much as you give in that situation. And it's a bond of, of again, of, of passing knowledge and of creating time and space with this younger generation. And I think it's so needed. Make a thank you card for your librarians. Wow, I love these. I haven't looked at these, by the way. I've had this on my family board and I haven't even looked at it because my kids came home with it. And I just, I remember glancing at it, but I didn't look at all of these. Anyway, make a thank you card for your librarians. How about send a thank you card to someone in your life just to say thank you. Years ago, I think it was five years ago, I went to a pat, uh, Jen Pasteloff workshop. I've had her on my podcast before. Jen has written a book on being human. She is just one of my best friends and I I love, love, love her. And I will always be grateful because at one of her workshops, she has you think of someone who loves you. And then you just sit there and you kind of meditate over that person, like whoever first comes to your mind, somebody that just loves and adores you. And then you open your eyes and you start writing a thank you note to that person for loving you and what their love has done for and to you. And I wrote to my dad, which was just an amazing experience. And because my dad knew how much I loved him, I talked to him on the phone all the time. I showed him how much I loved him. But to write a thank you card, it was just something that had not occurred to me, right? I wrote a birthday card and Father's Day card, but I wrote this thank you card. And my dad just died last uh, February and I was going through his things. And what did he have? He had that thank you card right on his desk, right there where I could, you know, where he saw it all the time. And I knew that that warmed his heart so much. So how about write a thank you card to someone that you love just to say thank you for what you do for me, for how much you love me. Um, thank you. I get I get thank you cards as a yoga teacher. I know that sometimes they're out of the blue. I keep them all. I have a little box for them. And I cannot even begin to tell you how much they mean to me. Because of course, many people will say thank you to my face, just like I do. 
but to get a handwritten card is just a next level. It is just like writing right on someone's heart. So how about make a thank you card for anyone, not just your librarian, but for anyone, anyone that's in your close circle or someone that does something regularly, whether it's a yoga teacher or a piano teacher or anyone, write a thank you card. Here's the last thing I'll say for our acts of kindness that, uh, because there's so many, but I've done this one before and I've talked a little bit about it. Go a full day without complaining. I remember uh, years ago, and I've, I've talked about this in my teacher training and on this podcast, I was noticing in myself and with others, especially my f- close friends, how it was, it was so easy to start complaining. We would, we would say, how are you doing? How are you doing? And then we just kind of launch in. And a lot of it was like, oh, I'm so tired. I have so much to do, blah, blah, blah. And it was almost a habit. It was almost this kind of reflex to just complain. And so there are some probably real benefits to complaining. It's a way of bonding, but it's also a habit. And habits sometimes become that way and that we do them automatically, but they might not be serving us. They might be like pulling us down. So if we talk about being tired, maybe we become more tired. If we talk about being busy, maybe we feel the intensity of busyness. And so this is a challenge for all of us in this act of kindness. Go a day without complaining. It is hard. Notice, notice the minute you say, I'm feeling so blah, 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 you know, some kind of negative thing, or I can't believe this happened, or why is the traffic the way it is? All of, there's so many opportunities to complain And refraining from complaining is actually going to develop this incredible mental strength. And the observing of yourself is also going to tune you into a new level. So these are great acts of kindness. Believe it or not, there's another 45 to go, but those were wonderful. I just wanted to bring that into our Friday day and say, hey, let's do all those things. Smile, take treats to people, do a household chore, donate something to an animal shelter, take a board game to play at a senior center, read a book to a younger child, make a thank you note for someone and go a day without complaining. Let me know how you go. Let me know how it goes for you. You can always write me at lara at movementbylara.com. I love hearing from you all. And of course, check out my classes on movementbylara.com. We have daily classes that change. So like, it's kind of like you don't have to go through the Netflix conundrum of, whoa, what am I going to do? Um, what am I going to do today? Because we'll do, we'll just post it for you. But you could also pick from the library of classes. We have anatomy-based classes. We have 15-minute classes. We have foundational and slow flow. We have therapeutic classes. We have a ton. So check it out, movementbylara.com. All right. As always, hugs and I'm pulling for you. <laughs>